We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Up next, the latest on the K-State Wildcats from the guys of 3Maw, John Kurtz, Derek Young, and Cole Manbeck, who will get you caught up on all things Wildcats from a collective perspective that can't be found anywhere else. The latest news, the top stories, and an insider perspective to keep you in the know. 3Maw is proudly presented by 360 Vodka. And now, let's begin the show. Welcome back to 3 Ma. I am John Kurtz, joined as always by Derek Young and Cole Manbeck here on the show today. And uh, this is a fun one, guys, because we are talking about a major, major commitment here for the Wildcats, securing the commitment of Bartlesville, Oklahoma point guard David Castillo, who is, according to ESPN, a five-star recruit, according to On3, 24-7 and Rivals, a four-star, but if you're looking at the on-three industry ranking, the number 27 player in the country, the number three point guard overall, and a guy who just visited the Kansas Jayhawks in mid-February. So winding down the stretch run of the season there, he took an official visit to Kansas. Oklahoma State also considered one of the three finalists there, and K-State locks it down. Uh, further progress, recruiting-wise, Jerome Tang adding to what he did with the the previous class with guys like R.J. Jones and Dade Ames and Michaela Rich. I think we all felt very good about, but this almost even uh, D.Y. another another step above with uh, with where Castillo sits in the top 30 of the rankings. This is a, a hell of a pickup. Yeah, it's a, a statement that um, this is where they're going. This is the level that they were going to recruit at probably on a regular basis. It's kind of what I foresaw. As soon as they took over, when I saw their attitude, their energy, um, determination, plans, goals, all that stuff, and seeing them carry out a lot of the other stuff they said that they would do and they went through on it, I was like, you know, I felt good about this unfolding. Um, in ways, I thought it would unfold instantly just because of their connections um, and how they recruit. Uh, they still recruited very, very well in year one. Obviously, the names that you rattled off are, are top 100 guys. But this level is what I saw kind of being Jerry on top of what they would ultimately reach. At times, I thought they would get it right away. I know it, most people said, oh, three or four years. They, you know, it took one year. It really did. And to me, it's a statement, um, kind of your arrival on the recruiting scene that and showing what you're capable of, what Kansas State is capable of, you know, defeating a lot of 
stereotypes, notions out there of how hard or how impossible or how difficult it is. Um, you defeat that and you defeat probably what, you know, the long lineage of years of where, you know, you can't come out on top against KU in a head-to-head recruiting battle as well. Um, because this really was Kansas State knocking off Kansas and Oklahoma State. And and I know those that cover Kansas or, or cheer for Kansas will say, you know, they wouldn't take him at this point. I, w- I would have, I would express doubt on that take by them, um, especially if it's the one that says he's not getting any better or isn't any good. I don't think he would be a consensus top 30 player if that were the case. Now, for a space argument, maybe Kansas would have that after taking out Marco Jackson. But, if, but as you have noted before, I mean, he visited Kansas a month and a half ago, an official visit. So I don't I don't know that the calculus really changed um, that much that quickly on that. And, and for a guy this good, and Kansas has done this so many times, and a lot of schools do this, you make room for them. Well, okay, hold on real quick. So is it Kansas fans that are saying Kansas, he wouldn't be a take right now, or is it you, you mentioned people that are covering Kansas? Is it the people that are covering Kansas that would say he's Seems not like a little bit of both, right? Seems like a little bit of both. Yeah. I think that's pretty laughable. They had him on campus on February 18th for an official visit. The season, they would have known what David Castillo's game was at that point if they didn't have high interest and he wasn't a take at that point. Then they wouldn't have brought him in on an official visit in late February. And they already had El Marco Jackson in the fold several months ago. So they knew what they had on the horizon that was coming in. So it, it's a laughable take. He absolutely was a take for Bill Self in Kansas. This is a major, major recruiting win. The fourth best recruit in the history of Kansas State basketball, if you look at the 24-7 composite in terms of guys at Kansas State's landed. It's Michael Beasley, Bill Walker, um, number three. Wally, uh, Judge. Wally Judge. Wally Judge came in at number three. And... Uh, David Castillo was just a hair, a slight, slight grade behind Wally Judge to be the number four best commit, and and that could change. Obviously, he could move up to number three or number two in terms of those rankings. Jerome Tang has now landed in 13 months on the job. The number four, the number seven, the number 10, and the number 14 all-time Kansas State ranked commits. Pretty incredible job that he's done. And that's according to the 24 seven composite, which goes back to, I believe that the year 2000, they do a nice job of grading those all time commits. So a huge recruiting win and DY that this was a, a battle that Kansas state and Jerome Tang and the staff, they, they were behind on when they took the job, right? I mean, Kansas state wasn't really probably seriously being considered at the tail end of the Bruce Weber era. No, no, they had, they had to play catch up because they obviously they got, they were hired in Manhattan in the middle of his recruitment. Like I remember interviewing David Castillo, David Castillo in Bartlesville, um, went to a game where they lost to Booker T. Washington. Um, and you know, the argument actually was the first time I felt like Kansas state was squarely in contention was because you ask him about all three schools and the unique description was Kansas state. When he talked about just incredible human beings, just, I remember being like my takeaway talked about them being the coaches being incredible human beings and then when you asked them about Oklahoma State and Kansas it was more about the longevity of the relationship of both because they had been recruiting him for four years basically ever since he was a freshman in high school so um yeah they they had to go on a sprint to win this but they did so and come from behind fashion and I don't think it's hyperbolic to say at least from a high school standpoint 
Um, this is the the most significant recruiting win that they've had this far. Only been four. I get that. Three in the last one, and 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 this one, of course. So out of those four, this is definitely the most significant, and will probably remain that way because this is like the splash that we're here, right? Like the, they they might end up signing better players even in this class or in future classes. I would anticipate them doing so. But we're going to remember David Castillo as being the first that really put on the map. I mean, what a surprise it was because you got wind that there was going to be a commitment in the 24 class unfolding and it texted John and I on Friday afternoon. And and we just assumed, at least I just assumed, John had crazy faith. John had crazy faith. You take that back. Yeah. <laughs> then Castillo, Castillo, Castillo. And I got shot down. Like, Cole, I believe, literally said, we need to make sure John doesn't get his hopes up too high here. Right. Yeah. Castillo, yeah. I, 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 I said, all right, Cole. So I just trust Jerome Tang. You know, my fault. My you, said, you said you had crazy faith and that it'd be Castillo. And I was sitting there thinking it was going to be Patrick Ngonga, uh, the big man that they're chasing out of D.C. that I think K-State's probably been the front runner on, a top 100 recruit, which would have been a great commit in itself. But then wake up on Saturday to a, a text from DY that it's going to be Castillo. John, you were right. You you had that faith. I'm sorry that I let myself uh, doubt, but uh, it just, Coach you don't see Kansas State win. Coach Tang, I just, I just, you, you know who your guy is. You know who your guy is that was believing in you the whole way. Yeah, that's my bad coach, uh, the whole coaching staff. I'm sorry that I didn't fully embrace that Castillo was going to become a cat. I'm just not used to uh, to beating KU on the recruiting trail. And I think one... I don't know, we're beating KU at everything. Uh, yeah, that's everything. a good point. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. And the one thing I would say also, guys, is so Castillo took his official visit to K-State in, in late January. I can't remember, was it the Texas Tech game or Florida game? I think it was Texas Tech. Florida, but it was... Florida. Oh, was it Florida? I was thinking R.J. Jones was Florida when they showed him on the Jumbotron. I can't. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, so Castillo visited K-State, and then he took his official visit to KU about three to four weeks later. So he had that comparison bump-up factor. KU had the last official visit, and he still circled back and, and chose Kansas State. Just yeah, and I'm sure the I don't know how big of an impact the NCAA tournament, Elite Eight run, Marquise Noel success had, but this certainly seems like it's becoming a program that uh, is very attractive to point guards because of what Coach Jerome Tang has done with guards throughout his career. I tweeted this uh, on Friday, but if you go back to 2019, Jerome Tang's last four point guards that he was either the assistant coach or head coach for all have been all first team Big 12 and earned all American honors. And Marquise Noel, even James Akenjo earned third third team AP all American honors in 2021-22. Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell, all all Americans and all all first team Big 12 honors. Then they're chasing a guy like Max Asmus that could be the fifth straight, um, you know, all American type guard. And then you look at a guard like David Castillo that they're landing as a point guard. I mean, it's just becoming you know, point guard you here uh very attractive for a lot of these guards to want to play in this system point guard you i like that i got a nice read to it there's been one <laughs> that's marquise no um i'm just projecting the future hey dy don't you don't you project that negativity so i guess i'm the only it was just a reach. it was a reach i mean well i mean i'm going back i'm, I'm all right it, it yeah, probably is fine Dang point guard coach. Guard, point guard coach. It's point guard coach. You. That, that's what I should have said. Yeah. Point guard coach. You. Point guard coach. Family. You. Uh, in K State. 
I'm a fact checker, so you know I gotta, yeah. I gotta put, I gotta, I got, I can't let you guys go completely. Yeah. You're right. Uh, it's gotta have a big J around here, and that's that's Dy, Dy, big J journalist here. But, I mean, I'm the one out here saying college football runs through Manhattan, and now I'm calling K State point guard you. So you guys have to check me on occasion, all right? Yeah, you know what I will say is caught up in the whole K State defeated Kansas for a recruit, which is I understand the ramifications of that. And the significance of that. But he's from Tulsa. I mean, defeating Oklahoma State for this kid is pretty good in itself, too. I don't think that should be. And, and I mean, and I assume Oklahoma, too. I know they weren't like a huge factor in it, but I assume they wanted him, right? So you're. Yeah, you'd be stupid not to. They just never made the cut. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and didn't Arkansas, weren't they after him, too, which is nearby to Bartlesville? Uh, I think Arkansas was one of the yeah, schools. I mean, Arkansas, yeah, they're, they're, they're within close proximity but again it was a three-horse race so the other offers i just don't think were heavily considered yeah no i was just bringing up teams that i, I thought he'd take took like an unofficial to arkansas offered by illinois brad underwood uh texas <laughs> uh texas tech etc a lot a lot of a lot of big time schools chasing him uh Number 12 player in the country, according to ESPN, which I don't know, D.Y., I've always trusted ESPN's rankings a little bit better. So, yeah. D.Y., not even going to address it. Not even going to address his rivals. How dare you, Cole? Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about what count what <laughs> here. Uh, D.Y., I'm not going to make you do it. You just you just sit there and be, be calm. It's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about what kind of a player K-State is actually getting here coming up. You're listening to KC Sports Network. We'll be right back after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right, so Castillo, 6-1, a buck 70, point guard. Um, we've mentioned all the numbers here again, as high as the number 12 player in the country, according to ESPN, uh, on three industry ranking, 27th nationally. Uh, what What's the scout here? What kind of a player is, is K-State getting? Uh, I think he's a point guard. I think he can certainly distribute and score. I'm not saying he has the the flash and dash that Marquise Noel showed off for much of this, this past year, but... I think he's someone that can handle the point and play off the ball, probably both. I think he can do a little bit of both. So maybe you're you're thinking combo guard with this. You know, the game I saw, he, he shot the ball super well, uh, you know, in warm-ups. It didn't necessarily translate all the way to the game against Booker T. Washington, although he did score very, very well in that game, just didn't shoot as well from three. <laughs> Excuse me. But you could tell that he's a he's a professional shooter, right? Um, that That's... That's one of the notes that I wrote down as a professional shooter. I think, uh, you know, and maybe I caught him in a bad game, but he also gets crowded, a lot of attention. He, he will get much more space to college level and beyond than what he is, you know, napping at the high school level. He's not playing on one of the, at least not at the moment, he's not playing on one of those academy teams where, you know, they're loaded and playing a national schedule. Uh, he's, he's getting double, triple teamed. He's getting hounded on the ball and, so he's more so creating for others, and then when your teammates aren't necessarily four-star or five-star basketball players themselves, then then your assists are going to get robbed at that point too. But um, heck of a player. I was very impressed with what I saw. He is uh, you know, tucked into a pretty compact size there. Not the biggest guy. one might even be a little bit um, generous. The guy was taller than him. But again, professional shooter, good left hand, can finish through contact despite the size. So I think his strength is there, and it's probably only going to get better. And a fantastic teammate because he was very, you know, content with still creating for others. And and when you talk to him at the game, it was more about, you know, I'm trying to help, you know, my teammates learn how to win. So um, definitely a good teammate, will be a good shooter, can really share the ball, finish through contact, good left hand. There's a lot to like. Um He's probably going to have to be a little bit more willing to the defensive end, but that'll come. Oh, I forgot Cole has no uh, Cole's got no scouting report here. I can't I can't lie to the people. Look, I haven't seen David Castillo in person. I'm relying on the scouting services and DY uh, to to talk about him, and and hopefully others that we can get on to talk about David Castillo. But I don't have the the knowledge. So, um, I will say I'm very excited and um, you know intrigued to see him play AAU and I think he plays on the Nike EYBL circuit um, because that'll probably be a better gauge, a better judge of just how good he is, what he's good at, you know, what he can do. It's harder in this the setting that I was in at the high school just because of the level that he's at and the attention that he's commanding and how crowded he is because it's just, I mean, he's you know, there's times where he was getting tackled at the basket and, you know, high school officiating, not going to call everything. So I will be, I'm very intrigued to see him in an AUU setting um, because I think that'll probably provide a much better glimpse than what I saw 
you know, that particular night against Booker T. Washington. Tackled at the basket. Should be uh, well prepared then to play in Allen Fieldhouse. So that's good. So, or, uh, or I was going to say Ames, but I guess now it would be Morgantown if it's going to be Crow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, uh, D.Y., what, what's the uh, what's the impact a guy landing a guy like Castillo could have on others in the 2024 recruiting class? I know, I, I don't know how many scholarships they have open, but a guy that's very well-known, a point guard, a distributor, a guy that can create, um, well-known on the recruiting circuit. I mean, I saw one of the other shooting guards, it's a top 20 player, commenting on his, his uh, commitment announcement. I know that K-State's chasing, I, I can't pronounce the guy's name, but he was in Madison Square Garden. Um, he's from New York and was at the Elite Eight game against FAU. So, uh, I mean, is there an impact to be had by by landing a guy early in the class as talented as Castillo? In a way, I, I think I think people overvalue and overrate that a little bit. Um, and it probably is a little bit more significant for Kansas State to have that as a recruiting thing. Like, I don't. Studs want to play with studs. I don't think that's a secret, so that helps. But you also need people to break the dam, crack the door open, and make going to Kansas State cool again as well. Um, not everyone wants to be that first guy. And when you have someone that's already that first guy, then you can kind of do it and, and not feel like you're going to be on an island or, or isolated. I think that's, you know, at times you, we've seen on football recruiting, it's like, you know, Avery Johnson kind of did that. And when people knew that he was probably going to go, then the floodgates really started to open. Um, and it wasn't necessarily like you're you're reinventing the wheel or, or taking a big leap of faith, right? I think David Castillo probably provides that sense of security for some um, that, you know, they're not taking a huge leap of faith or, or anything. They're, they're going to be surrounded by premier talent. And Castillo was the first, probably the first high school player. It's like that top 30, top 40 type to do it. I think that's, you know, you, you remove that notion, you remove that stereotype, and I think it makes it easier to go get the other ones because they don't think that they're, you know, having to break that dam or, or crack through that wall, so to speak. And, and just even as significant was probably Keontae Johnson, you know, uh, doing what he did last year because he was already nationally known. And Marquise Noel bursted onto the scene as a point guard, you know, in the NCAA tournament and probably became more of a national figure. I think those things matter. They probably matter more to Kansas State because they were in need of that national relevance and spotlight to kind of show kids that they were capable of producing that kind of national splash, you know, viral sensation that you typically associate with a Duke or a Kentucky or North Carolina. I think Kansas State proved that they were able to do that. This is more um, proof, you know, more facts, more evidence of that. So I think it all it all helps. But at the end of the day, uh, 95, 98% of it too, and maybe that's a little high, but a lot, it's just going to be your coach, you know, your coaches being able to convince a kid by any means necessary to come to your school. Um, it's nice to have all these other like selling points. Like we talk about the Marquise Noel, the David Castillo and the Keontae Johnson, but at the end of the day, your coach has got to go beat another coach. Yeah. And Rodney Perry had a, a big impact on this recruitment too, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, this was this guy. He, he was a high school coach in Tulsa at one point. So, obviously, this is his area. Yeah, I mean, I, I just thought, I mean, to D.Y.'s point, like, I think, like, every question's been addressed, basically, at this point about, you know, if you're going to be playing with talent. I mean, yeah, they got Keontae in there. That was a wild success. They, they've showed they can develop dudes who were good players, but certainly not great. And, and that's what Marquise Noel turned into. They're competing now for the 
the number two player in the portal who, you know, was just on campus here. And then the recruiting class, you know, the RJ, McCaleb, day-day recruiting class. And now on top of that, you're throwing in a top 30 recruit here in Castillo. It's like, I, there is no doubt. And there never really was a doubt. I mean, it was like, I think even going back to when, when we found out about Jerome Tang and first heard the opening press conference and all that, like, I've never really had much doubt that they were, that this was going to happen. I mean, this is maybe happening a half tick faster than I anticipated it would, but I never had really any doubt that we were going to get to this point uh, with, with getting dudes here. And now we've seen that the guys got some coaching chops out on the floor too. I mean, it just perfect storm. Like we literally Cole and Cole found this. I'll give Cole the, the credit to this. K-State literally took lowdown by little baby and put it back in the top 10 of the billboard charts. Like three years after it came out as a song, like it, it K-State is cool, man. Like K-State is is very cool, and they're they're firing on all cylinders and using that to their full advantage. That's how that's how convincing he is. Imagine being a recruit where you're probably a little bit more impressionable too, because as you said, Kansas State has no. It's either been a long time or never consistently recruited at this level, and and you could say they did, you know, for that brief period when they had the Michael Beasley, the Bill Walker thing that they did. But the, I don't, I, this is going to be much more extended, it appears, obviously. And you could, so you could say this will be transcendent, generate, you know, that something that's never been necessarily done at Keene State. And despite that, like you, probably one week into this Jerome Tang era, and I know this sounds crazy, I was convinced that they would get here or, that they would be here at some point. Like it, it was, it was tough to see them work, act, talk, teach, go about their business, and not think that they were going to be capable of this. Yeah, starred. Yeah. Um. What? Maybe one one last thing to bring up here that we haven't in the recruitment of this. Uh, Clint Stewart is the high school coach of David Castillo. You know, I'm sure it didn't hurt, but how much of a factor do you think that was in the recruitment and maybe just getting K-State a little bit of an extra hand? Oh, he probably saw. He probably was just exposed to K-State, K-State stuff a little bit more. And and when you have that momentum going and then he was probably able to sustain it at times. It. I will say just knowing from high school, most high school coaches, I won't say them all, but most high school coaches, they like to take a very – hands-off approach they they don't want to be that overbearing father so to speak i know he's not his father but they just don't it's kind of like being a referee you don't want to dictate or impact things you want them to find their happiness their own way and whatever what makes you happy might not make that kid happy so you want them to find it so i don't think that it was necessarily nudging um or anything of that nature but he was probably educating him there and able to at, probably able to answer the questions that he would have um when he's not always able to do that with other schools so it was probably easy for him to know everything that there was to know about Kansas State just if there's like you know something hanging over there you could just walk down the hall I'm sure and say what about this and I'm sure Clint Stewart knows that answer like the back of his hand yeah yeah Clint's a great dude and I'm sure he didn't, you know, try to pressure him, like DY said, and into going to K State, but certainly could be an informational resource for him to answer any questions he had about the university and the program and the fan support if if David had any questions. So couldn't have hurt, but I, I don't think it, I don't want to speak for Clint, but I don't think he probably applied much pressure on him to to push him to K State. 
Yeah, no, Clint, Clint seems like about the least pushy dude in the world. Just a, a really, really nice guy. And shout out to him for winning an Allen Fieldhouse. And shout out to him for getting K-State's first uh, NCAA tournament win in uh, approximately a billion years in uh, Omaha back in 2008. So anyway, uh, good times, folks. Good times. No matter what's happening in the portal, uh, K-State just got a massive, massive recruit in the uh, 2024 recruiting class, which like that's the crazy part of this now. Everyone's so focused on the portal. I feel like some of this has lost its luster, but uh, don't forget to appreciate this and what is going on right now with, with Jerome Tang in the high school recruiting ranks as well. So that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, I feel like I forgot this read at the beginning of the podcast. Get sure. Holiday Distillery Products, your 360 Vodka, your Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond Bourbon to celebrate the landing here of David Castillo. Raise a glass of Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond Bourbon or 360 Vodka. Uh, get stocked up. Support those who support us. Great K-State folks out at Holiday Distillery who help bring you all of that. Appreciate the work of Jordan Foote as the producer of this thing. For Derek Young, for Cole Manbeck, I'm John Kurtz. Thanks for listening to another 3 Ball. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.